Hi there. This is a mini-sode of the Sod's Law podcast, recorded in Krakow, Poland, where I travelled to record Ukrainian refugee and aid worker stories exactly one month since the Russian invasion of Ukraine. My main intention was to document the work of an organisation called JRoots, a Jewish heritage and educational organisation that has transformed its Poland operations into a full-blown humanitarian aid venture. After recording a full-length podcast with JRoots co-founder Svi Sperber, he advised me to go to a number of different places within Krakow with the limited time I had available. This is Allah a scout volunteer from Krakow who, along with many others, has spent most of the last four weeks volunteering at Krakow train station to greet Ukrainian refugees with food, water, blankets, essential items and advice. Allah was kind enough to give me a tour of Krakow train station, telling me how things have changed since the start of the war, the efforts people from all areas of Polish society are going to to assist Ukrainian refugees and the stark risk of refugee women and children being snatched by human traffickers. Definitely not a conversation being published by the like of BBC News. So, here you go. Here's me talking to Krakow volunteer, Alla. So, um, now it's, as I said, now it's forbidden to sleep here, but there was a time where people were sleeping pretty much anywhere. Yeah. And we were giving out sleep bags and, like, mats and anything we had, blankets, because... Some of the people don't know where they're going, so they were waiting for any train possible, any plane, there was some space for them. That's why it's not so many people right now, because when they could sleep around here, there were way, way more people than than right now, so it's a little bit calmer. Mm -hmm. Um, We have three places dedicated to rest and sleep. One is a little bit closer, it's a space for mothers and children. And there are uh, two more, but they are outside of, of the station, so we can, we can go there, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. We also have um, an information point mm-hmm. where um, people can get any, of course, information they want, but they also get... Um, I don't know what it is, but it's some kind of a permission uh, for the um, for buses and trams around the town, mm-hmm. so uh, they can um, they can ride those for free. Yes, and they also um, when if, if they stay in Krakow, uh, they can go to that information point and they will receive um, home for a week or even even longer if that's necessary. So here's here's one. Uh, that's the main main information point. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Seems very quiet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the problem here is that um, it's never enough um, people who speak Ukrainian and Russian. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, right now in this uh, point with uh, with food, we have I think four people who speak Russian. But there were times where there was only one person, for example, for all of twenty, for all of twenty of us, of uh, of the volunteers. So that's that's way. Uh, well, that's not enough, simply. So tell, tell me, where are we walking now? Uh, so we are outside of the train station, and we are going um, to one of the um, places where people sleep and they wait for their. Uh, buses and trains because some of them go abroad uh, mostly to Germany and Spain because they have um, free passes for the trains and for the buses 
if they don't have family there or anywhere around Poland, it's mostly mostly what they choose, Germany and Spain, because that's, uh, that's the most convenient uh, destination. So um, how long have you been volunteering here? Uh, from the very beginning. Yeah. This, um, the war started on Thursday and on Saturday, I think, we started everything, uh, all of the uh, all of the scouts like united and we created all of the necessary um, places and, and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, so there are people who are here here pretty much all the time because they they are volunteers but they also work around here so they spend pretty much all, all their time time here. Um, those of us who, who study and who learn and who who have like other jobs we, we of course are not uh, not as much here but yes. but we we try to, to, to help as much as possible. <laughs> so here is the, the sleeping area. There's also food um, for, for people who stay here for a little bit longer. Because there's so many people, <clears throat> some of the places are dedicated only to mothers with children because um, obviously they are a priority to give them comfort and, and some space to clean up, to, to rest, because children are exhausted. Yes. I think we can't go inside because yeah. it's like a quiet space. Yes. Yes. Uh, but yes, here it is. Here it is yeah. Well, <coughs> something that I don't know if it's worth commenting on. I spoke to somebody yesterday who was talking about there's a lot of security now mm -hmm. around these shelters because of the risk of human trafficking. Yes, that happened. <clears throat> that has happened and that's why police right now it's uh, here 24 hours a day. Um, we also have soldiers uh, from from Poland but also from America because they are from NATO. Yes, well, we try to to um, uh, give as much safety as possible because because obviously people are terrified. Uh, I spoke to one uh, one woman who was here with her I think it was her mother and and her children and she said that uh, she didn't even know where she was going when she uh, when she entered the bus in in the Ukraine she just took whatever there was and and she came here so she wasn't even sure where she was going later because some of them have family abroad but not all of them yes yeah, so apart from from you know basic needs like food and and uh, I don't know soap and a little bit of water to like wash up. There's also a lot of um, like family tragedies and people get lost and they know that they don't know where they are and yeah, that's a lot to take if you if you are here for for a little bit. Yeah. What is the general feeling in Poland towards the Ukrainian refugees at this time? It depends. Mostly we are very open uh, to, to people because obviously we, we want to help. They're our neighbors, so that's, that's kind of what we should do. And, um, and I think it's amazing because people united extremely quickly and we every day uh, during like a six hour shift I meet many many people who who come up to us and they are how can I help what can I buy can I stay here for a second can I help you with something and that's amazing because I think that 
somehow uh, our priorities shifted and right now people are the most important thing and I think that's that's really good but there are always people who who will say that it's wrong to help them but I think they're they are an extreme minority and and that's that's a good thing thank you very much not a problem you're welcome (laughs) Remember, we'll be releasing the rest of the mini-podcasts throughout the week, so please do subscribe to Sod's Law on whichever podcast app you're using to listen to this so you don't miss them. If you're on social media, you can find updates, episode clips and more with the handles at Daniel M. Rosenberg and at Sodspod. Make sure you have a fantastic day and thanks for listening.